Hi everybody, welcome back to my podcast. Um, just a few updates, but first I want to say, I um, hope you enjoyed the Pierce the Corporate Betty Veil vale with Tyler. I thought it was just it was a good time. Like that was a, a inner conversation that we were having on the outside, so it was fun to have that. So I hope you enjoyed that. I have a big update, so I'm I'm changing the name of my podcast. It is no longer going to be the audacity because I I think I'm finding that like in so many aspects I'm just reflecting as I'm about to turn 25 and I'm just what did college junior say I'm in the year of just realizing things like it's just a year of realizing things because things are happening so I'm changing the the podcast and the podcast is not gonna be somebody has to say it because that's how I feel about a lot of things in my life it's like somebody has to say it and I may not be the person saying it but like somebody may be somebody else may be the person saying it, but somebody has to nonetheless so the podcast is gonna be titled somebody has to say it updates to follow shortly um but yeah I think it's time I've been thinking about it for a while I think the audacity kind of fit where I was in life at the time that I started it because I was like trying to find my voice and trying to set my back I would just I was trying to have the audacity and I thought that maybe this obviously this one gave me the courage but I thought that was that was just where I was in life I'm no longer at that place in life I just asked something to say. So, anyways, that's the name of the podcast. Um, so, I'm very excited about that. Uh, but today, I just have a few things I want to chat through. Uh, the end of The Breakfast Club, which, bitch, I'm giddy about. Uh, Doja, Ca- Doja Cat's new album. Like, I've really sat with these thoughts, and I'm actually, I'm in love. So, I'm going to run through the track, and I'm going to give it a little preface, but, like, whatever. It's a good album. Carly Rae Jepsen, my sister is just not getting her just due. I have a new Carly Rae Jepsen obsession, a new song obsession. Like, she just, we're going to get into it. Okay. I have an update on my mom. Interesting. My Roman Empire. My Roman Empire right now is urban planning, city planning. I just have so many thoughts. I have so many questions. Um, And bravo, 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 fucking bravo. I have to talk about my new bravo obsession because that channel has somehow sucked me even deeper into being a fan and into a new subreddit. So let's get into it. Um, yeah, it's the end of the Breakfast Club, and I'm so fucking excited. I don't really care to get into the details. I think Megan, the reporter, she's going to get into it, but DJ Envy is literally going to get locked up for fraud, and <laughs> and the sad part about it is, like, it doesn't, it's not even good fraud. Like, it's, it's so stupid. Like, it just reminds me when we were talking about Tyler about, like, while you were out here scamming bitches, you could have been just been doing that actual thing. And multiple people told you maybe you should do the actual thing, like get a real estate license and you refuse to do it. And now your work offices are being searched. And apparently they posted a job post for your job, like, which I feel like that might be not true. But I'm just still like, you're such a fucking loser. So it's a real estate fraud that I think... I can't even understand what he was trying to do because to me what it sounded like he was fl- he was buying and flipping single unit homes and then turning them into renovating or adding parts onto that home and then turning it into multifamily do- dwellings and it just doesn't make any sense <laughs> no real estate license so buying the property and then renting it out but like it seemed like something was missing he was also offering like seminars for $99 per person could come and get some wisdom but the craziest part is his business partner and like the jokes have just lost it like I think I actually sat there and almost pissed myself for 20 minutes because they say he looked like a penguin and he does look like a penguin and when you look at him he just looks shifty and untrustworthy he looks like a grifter he's hanging out with killer Mike who also is a grifter like there's just so much grifting happening that I'm just like 
how did you trust him? He DJ Envy put him on the radio multiple times. Like it's actually insane. iHeartRadio is deleting the videos because he, I'm pretty sure they're admitting to doing crimes. Everyone is just pulling up all these different videos where multiple people that are not even friends got on the internet and told him this seems like fraud. Joe Budden called it a Ponzi scheme. This I can't remember her name, but she was like this doesn't make any sense and it doesn't make any sense so he's been calling this multiple times and he's still doing it apparently his wife is deleting photos like it's just bad fraud and I don't I'm just seeing a lot of like fraud stuff happening lately but I'm just like fuck like you all that time you spent defrauding people out of money you could have just done the actual thing and then apparently his business partner was on Instagram live talking about well if I just have to do time I have to do time and like just giving away things i'm just like bitch you're being fed you're being federally prosecuted and the crazy part is like it's just so scary to have the feds come after you because they already have won their case like their case is 100 percent solid if you are going to jail like at least in the inter like the entertainment to federal prosecuting girlies like seeing that happen in the entertainment industry every time the feds have won nobody's outsmart the feds girl you're got so it it's just all exciting because the breakfast club is finally ending i think the breakfast club is like the shittiest show i'm not kidding like i'm not trying to be or not the shittiest show i just think it's such that can't be what our what our interview platform is for like and it is i guess for black people that can't be the spot that we go like that can't be the spot like i actually i think i can actually come from this because I actually used to love watching The Breakfast Club, but I used to like to watch it because they're so mean to people, A, but B, Charlemagne, it was, I wasn't aware of just, like, life, so, like, actually, in retrospect, a lot of his things that he would do to interview people is creepy, it's demeaning, and I think, actually, which should have been my, my biggest turning point was when he would sniff the chairs of women, like, women that he found attractive, that was actually a red flag, but my actual turning point was when Amara La Negra came on uh, the podcast, and she's, like, she's Afro-Latina, I think she's from the DR, I think, but she's dark-skinned, and she's an afro and like just her trying to explain her experience of colorism and them just telling her like girls you have j-lo or just really di like i actually implore everyone to go watch it just actually denying and not really validating anything she's saying although it is true and i think we've come up very far in the colorism conversation but just watching that i'm like okay and no and don't get me wrong like the breakfast club has very viral moments like very viral moments but i think it's just not a fair representation of what black media should be to me because like the interviews be bad they don't like when Nicki Minaj came up there she reamed them out for not even asking listening to the album asking any good questions like they seem so unprepared they seem very unserious and then Angela you would piss me off because I'm like girl you're not asking no good question like and I mean I know she's in a tough position being with two men and trying to but I don't understand like girl you have a mic you have a platform say something like just very unhelpful all unhelpful all unserious i i hope this is the end of the show i hope this breaks them up and they just know because it's just not a good show to me and i think also too one thing that pissed me off was like the white house was having something and i think this is in the the biden and kamala era but for black media and the black people that they invited was dj amy from the breakfast club the owner of the shade room jason lee from hollywood and i'm like 
this cannot be what black media representation looks like this cannot be it almost feels like minstrelsy like this can actually just not be our representation for media i i refuse i think the shade room is actually the detriment of the black community along with other things like i i used to follow the shade room and once i unfollowed the shade room my life got infinitely better because a i just don't think i need to be in anybody's business to that degree so trans it's just like the worst parts of the reality of what the black community is so much transphobia so much homophobia like they would purposely post die away just so people could be transphobic in the comments like shit like that because they need engagement just so loserish like i hate anything like that like i i love celeb gossip don't get me wrong but only like the silly parts of it not like let's really disintegrate this person so uh, i'm i'm here for the end of the breakfast club I don't know like I just don't know where we can get actually good black media from fuck work okay now let's get into Doja's new album okay so I'm gonna preface this oh I guess I thought we were gonna listen to Doja and I and I thought about that y'all I really tried to I tried to give it my best shot but I think like I think I think she's just a lost biracial but not that I have any empathy more so like girl that's your plight on what you got going on that has nothing to do with me like she's half Jewish and she's half black and she doesn't like Jewish people and she doesn't like black people and that's her battle that she has to fight within herself that has nothing to do with me and like I do think I'm gonna get into it but so I thought I was gonna boycott the album but then I heard Agora Hills that was my intro and like every Doja Cat every Doja Cat album it started with one song and I listened to more I listened to more I'm like "Mm, I'm peaked Uh, this is interesting I like this and I just it's just gets into the point that I love the whole album like with Planet Her it was one song at a time really finished the whole album got to deluxe the deluxe of Planet Her eats hot pink eats Amala eats like I think she's a very talented lady I think she's just a lost biracial and it's hard because I'm like girl you started off so good you started off so pure and and this also goes for Drake too I, I think she's the male she's the female version of Drake and Drake they're very similar two biracial people who can sing and rap and make really good music i didn't listen to drake's new album kind of don't except uh what's that little um little dance emo or the dance one also never mind that to me when i was in europe and i needed to go to sleep i put that album on i had the best sleep of my life like it's good sleep music i have to say thoroughly enjoyed the album for the purpose that i had set uh but i think like i also think drake, drake is very lost he also like to me, like, I, I feel like watching Drake go into the, because there's a big argument that men aren't making music for women, they're making music for other men. There used to be a time, and I think that's what I liked about Drake's music, where he made music for women, and you could tell, and he was, you could tell he was in love with women, like, or he, he wanted women, like, he wanted that, crying over strippers, like, I get it, like, stuff like that, or like, he, like, and you can kind of tell, too, by, like, the, um, on Drake's album I guess kind of like the more love songs or sober songs I'm like what I can really tell that like something's different it's now morphed into the I think he hates women and he's a single father who's older and is collect he's collecting Birkins in his closet for his a future woman like something sounds very wrong there so I understand that maybe you're going through something but he's really entering to the 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 nincel category which is a nigga incel and I think Doja's in her femcel bag like I think there's just a lot of hate happening and I think they need to let go of that hate and just like really focus on their craft and we focus on liking people because I feel like maybe the music would be better at least for Drake's case so now I'm gonna go to um, I just like I'm gonna press I think she's a lost biracial like yes she does crazy shit but I I think that's more reflection of her like yes she's harming people but there are really girls who are actually physically harming people I think Doja's just a fucked up lady but then 
and I think her man is fucked up. And I do think in a similar way, like Nicki Minaj, she's complicit in being around bad men. But like, like it's compl- like it's just like I don't know life. I don't know. So, anyways, this happened to Scarlett. I don't like the album artwork cover, but anyways, Paint the Town Red Demons. I actually kind of skipped those because I'm tired of those. She has a song called Wet Vagina, and it's so good. I didn't know what she was going to do with, like, what does a song like Wet Vagina entail? So good. Fuck the girls. So good. I wanted to wrap up. I'm, I'm just going to go through. I'm, I'm going to go through the track list, get my initial, and then I'm going to go through and pick my faves. Uchi's, Uchi's is so good. To me, it sounds like a a song that would be You Got Served, and they're actually serving bitches up. 97. It's not my fave, but I think it's a good song. Gun, very catchy. Go off, very catchy. Now we're getting into the latter half of the album, which is my favorite, Shut Show so good agora hills all i do is think of you when i heard that sample i said you've done some i love when a bitch samples a little 90s song and uh megan i can't remember song she sampled but uh big old freak tell me tell me is it love is it love I'd... so like stuff like that oh. and then or Gore hills all i do is think of you day and night well i don't know if that's rest but the song is all i do is think of you and that's how it goes can't wait so good often that's stepping into her air cup i do back but i'm not mad at her love life good now the last four songs like i will say i think she could have cut some songs off and made this a very cute concise 12 album or 12 song album but nonetheless she had a she she set out to accomplish something and i think she did okay so those are all the songs now my I went through and I looked at a lot of reviews and a lot of girls hated the album and I don't understand why I'm sure the hate comes from but I I think you have to really separate her rollout because like I'm not really paying attention to biracial antics I'm just not like that's not where my mind is I think she does a lot of dumb I'm not discounting I think she does a lot of dumb shit but I'm like I think celebrities are actually just evil people at this point like there's levels to it but I, I don't really know very like I think we're we are in this idolization phase of celebrities when things are just all bad people and they've all stepped over someone to get to where they are they just had to like I don't know they don't also like great people so I'm not really going for them for any moral guidance but that doesn't excuse like there are some people who I, I refuse to listen to Michael Jackson I refuse to listen to Ar- like there's some girls who I, I refuse to listen to Rex Orton like there's some girls I've really cut off and said hey girls you've taken it too far but the rest of them bitches like you're also in a different way just not a good person so I've let that go anyways so I don't oh I won't play on here but wet vagina is so good the beat to me is just fun the lyrics are so good I bring the drip like wet vagina so true oh this is what I was talking about three views three views sorry let me get focused three views the reviews were not good and I understand why a lot of the reviews I was trying to find one like at least some that were just like you know in depth but in the pitchfork one was like sometimes i think pitchfork bitches just want to have an attitude when it's like girls we're coming to you with music opinions and low-key i don't like that white people review hip-hop i just don't think they have like the the like they don't have the the range that's what i'm like they don't they don't have the range to do it so i hate when white people review hip-hop but whatever um but they were just saying like her rollout because she was being a fucking mess on twitter and she was hating her fan base and it's like no shade bitch and she's also not really doing anything to sell the album like i realize girls are not selling their album like they're not going on talk shows they're not doing the rounds that they need to do to sell their sell their album and that's also really apparent with city girls because they were in the breakfast club talking about how 
the the rollout for them album was fucked and nobody even knew that they had an album i mean i, I knew they had an album coming out but no shade i'm just waiting to see what singles are popping like i'm not really a city girls like stand like that but um a lot of girls are just not selling their album like you have to go pound the pavement like you have to put that song in people's faces like the girls are just not doing that anymore i'm like and you can tell them like so don't be mad when your album is not pushing numbers because you're not like you're not just going on the I don't want to just see a TikTok and the TikTok algorithm is so fucked. Like I may never see your TikTok or your Instagram. Like get on the, get on the TV, get on the YouTubes. Like my favorite, I think that Doja did, some, did something called the Scarlet Tapes. You just have to call it that. But like girl, cause Ariana did it for um, positions, which one of her best albums that got me through the deepest, darkest depression of my life. I was literally in my car singing, don't want to wait on it tonight, I want to get nasty. What you waiting for? What you waiting for? What you waiting for? Don't want to wait on it tonight, I want to get nasty. Like, that, woof. Anyways, gone. But, like, she she made, like, six videos of, like, some of the songs, I guess, the singles. And it was so good. And I actually think Doja's so talented. Like, when Doja did, uh, she did colors for, it was in Bitch, I'm a Cow. Was it? she did colors for uh, oh it was juicy she did colors for that and I was like I'd love to see that like I think she she did just release a, a live performance for Agora Hills but it sounds a fuck mess like I don't know what's going on my sister like girl I need you to like get out there and sell this album it's a good album I, and I know her antics are just a fucking mess like her tweeting and saying she hates Planet Her and she hates Hot Pink that to me I'm like <sighs> I don't like girl you gotta keep that opinion to, over there to you because those are actually great albums like they're more I think she was I think she's trying to say well I'm not making any music like that I'm on my real rap shit which people say like she was making music like Planet Her in this new album it's it and it's kind of different it's, it's actually just a little more edgier like that's what I see but I was just like girl like shut up and just say this is your next evolution but like she was just being a mess like hating on her fans like her fan base shut her the fuck like shut the fuck down and was like girl if you want to be nasty we not gonna stream your shit and it's just like i'm like girl you just shot yourself in the uh, well you just well she shot she shot herself in the foot i feel, I feel like that's a bad that's a bad saying but you know what i mean she just jumped the gun and it was just like girl if you just shut up and really just made it about the music it would have been such a good, it was like, it would have been such a good rollout. Like, if she just would have stepped in her, st- stayed in her d- demonic bag and like, really rolled that out, even though she really only has two songs that are like, so she shouldn't even, like, I think she had a bad, she just had bad album rollout. And if she had good album rollout, this album I think could have been her, the next, like the next step to, in her journey from going from hot pink to planet her to scarlet i think it's actually a beautiful travel journey but her rollout for this album just fucking sucked but anyways my my fuck the girls grew on me but this song is really just to me about women hate women hating men hating women and women also hating women and i think doja might be a woman who hates i don't know like i think maybe it's right message wrong messenger but this song to me is so good. Um, hold on. It's a uh, fuck the girls. Every reach in every city, the whole damn world say Sam, fuck the girls, fuck the girls. They ain't with me. Then they with me. So fuck the girls. I don't need them. I'm too pretty. So f- it's such a good song. Anyways, go listen to fuck the girls. I think wrong message, wrong messenger, but good message. Uchi's literally, like I said, it, these, I'm going through my faves. Uchi's literally sounds like you got served. And I love that. Like, I want to just start crumping. Um, 
Shetcha is so good. Like, I think her, she switches her, like, she has, she switches her flow twice. Very good. Very, very fun. I, I can't even put into words how good the song is. Like, I think you just all have to go listen. And, like, this, I thought I had found my songs, and I heard this, and I was like, ooh. Agora Hills, like, Mr. Shane, it's not a good song, and you're lying to yourself. Like, you're you're actually looking in the mirror, and you're telling yourself a lie. And how does it feel to lie to yourself? You can't feel good, right? Because Agora Hills is actually a good song. You're being haters. And I love, to me, if someone said this on the internet, I kind of agree. She has that Coco and Claire Claire flow, and I, I think everybody should go listen to Coco and uh, Claire Claire very crazy duo and also the it's fun music it's, it is actually just fun music but they have a very valley girl rap voice and that's what she's kind of doing so that kind of remind me of coco and claire claire uh can't wait is actually my favorite song on this album to me this was giving lauren hill and it was also giving like to me a little bit of a neo soul like as we get to the last part the last well the last two songs on them i think she could have cut skull and I, well she could have cut skull and bones oh attention maybe she should she should have cut balut and uh wym freestyle she should have cut those two i don't understand those i think and maybe that should have been deluxe version i don't know but um can't wait just had such a it's a it's it's a cute love song and no shade to me so i'm making this playlist of songs like feel it feels like falling in love because there's some songs i listen to i'm like you're actually world world building what love can feel like and like this is amazing i think we have i'm also back in my reading era i finished two books this week but the one thing i love about the books they were world building like they were building a world that i could live in for the the time that i needed to be in the book and there and i'm about to start rereading percy jackson because that was also world building but the girls need to build a world that the girls can see themselves in and when I listen to some love song, I'm like I, I can see myself in this world. I can build a world to this song, and you're also building a world in the song. And I'm meeting you in the middle, baby. Why don't you just meet me in the middle? Like I'm losing my mind just a little. But like they're building a world, and it's just amazing. So can't wait to me is that song. Like she really, she really stepped in her Doja Lamar bag there, cause she's that was definitely her her. Uh, what love song? What's that love? L O V E by Kendrick. She was having her that type of Doja Lamar bag. It's, I don't know if I like Doja Lamar, but she's growing on me. Love life is so good to me. It was really giving uh, Lauren Hill, Jill Scott. It was so, it's such a good song. Listen to Love Life. It sometimes I'm driving to the song and I feel so. It makes me just you're just talking about um just <laughs> sorry I'm tripping on my words. I'm trying to find the lyrics. But uh, the, it goes, I love all my life's like this. That's kind of like the, what she says throughout the whole song with different twists, but it's such a good song. And sometimes I'm just driving listening to the song. I'm like, I love my life. Like, and that's nice to feel. Like, she's 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 passing on the feelings. And I think that's good. So I I I think that if she had um just not fucked up her rollout, this would have been such a good like this would have been such a good next move for her what is it her junior album this would have been so good for her but she fucked it up i also think planet her fantastic like fantastic also i want you to take note too a lot of the uh reviews too much the songs were repetitive i don't think so like i think every beat was kind of unique and she's like oh she's talking about the same things i'm like i mean most rap is full of like love or talking shit or talking about you know like fucking bitches or get more money than the bitch next to you like that's kind of a lot of the themes um 
in love life to me was like that's something different that's something fun so i don't think that that's fair i think that everyone's just i think everyone's just going hard on doja because a she is a woman and she did fuck up her role like i think she just gave too many things like you're already a woman that's already something holding that's, that's being held against you You just gave them another thing to hold against you sister and you should have just shut the fuck up and kept your lostness to yourself and never said anything and i think that would have been great because doja actually does she just has bangers like she just does have bangers i'm sorry like i'm i i came here to give my nuanced doja take because i see the chris i see the criticism i also see that the album is actually a very good album and i hate that she's dating a weirdo and but also it's not my life and i it, let me just take that back actually i take that back yeah it does say that she's dating a weirdo kind of rooting for her but also girl i no shit i don't know you like that so i can't really care you know just listen to the album work okay now we're gonna get to my sister carly ray jepson like what is the catalyst for this conversation is two things i am a part of the carly ray, carly ray jepson subreddit fan i think i like i said i think reddit is actually the best social media platform it's also so much better than twitter because you can actually get like just thought out things people are saying and like you can't get jumped on reddit like on twitter it's just so stupid so many bad relationship takes like i hate where twitter's ended up there's sometimes when it's fun on the on the rare moon but on the time bad relationship takes bad takes fucking awful fucking awful but anyway so i'm in the carly ray, carly ray jepson subreddit and someone's like i just feel like carly's so underrated and i thought i sat with that because i was like i agree i agree then i was doing some reading on the couch and i let spotify do a little you know uh radio station for me and they put on this song let me find it no thinking on the weekend Woo such a good song such a good song let me put the lyrics I, cause I just want you guys to feel like feel the world building that's happening to a very soft fun melodic beat like very melodic i was looking for you on the beach when it's good why is it all why why is it always out of reach in the hotel someone sent me flowers getting dressed meet you in an hour lavender sunset oceaneer lean it leaning in spotify has to fix their fucking lyrics like these are some bad lyrics stealing kiss well, i they're not bad lyrics i just know that they're they're not doing it right like this is not what she's saying i need you to like turn your ears on or turn the ai up stealing kisses from your neck summer haze the nights are getting hotter wake me up when you're ready for the water do you think about going to the course do you think about star signs that I, I think i saw jupiter dive into the black sky okay no thinking over the weekend my lips have no secrets this love has no limit work sister anyway so i just discovered this song when i was doing some reading i was like wow like there's so many songs in her discography that it'll just pop up and i'm like whoa bitch i'm my wig is shifted like what did tyler said that bitch had a levitating wig my wig is levitating because <laughs> that to me is just like what are you doing sister your world but like it's such good music and i I, I think that if the barometer for white pop singers, low-key, they don't necessarily have the vocal ability, but they can world-build, and I'm talking about Taylor Allison Swift, I don't think that lady can sing worth the fucking damn. Worth the damn. And she, but she do have, she has a pen. But I also think that Carly Rae Jepsen has a pen, and she also can't sing worth a fucking damn. Like, I'm not going to go see Taylor Swift live, because I don't think it's, like, I don't think it's a bang for your buck on the concert you what you change some friendship bracelets and yet the girls may be fun but the dancing looks fucking awful the performance looks fucking awful i can't believe she made a song i the karma remixed uh 
with Ice Spice. Like, there's so many things that are just detrimentally wrong. But I'm just like, I'm not going to go see this. But I'm just saying, if someone like Carly Rae Jepsen, no vocal ability, but a fucking pen, and T- Taylor Allison Swift can make, you know, like, make similar S music, I don't understand why Carly Rae Jepsen can't get any shine. And I think what bitches are caught up on is, by the way, Call Me Maybe was just in a commercial, so she's probably still getting the residuals from Call Me Maybe, but Call Me Maybe was a good song. Like, sure, it was an earworm, but it was a good song. I really, 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 really like you. And I want you to want me to want me to. That's also a really, like, it's a good song. I don't know what to tell you guys. Like, it's a good, it's a good periodically song. Like, so I just need my sister to get her credit. And I'm going to do this for the last time. I don't really care. Actually, I, I have to do this. So just, she put out an album called The Loneliest Time, which she came out, what I which I think was one of the best pop songs of the year. It came out of the club and me and Tyler, that's at bars when DJ was actually good and played um the loneliest time with rufus rufus rain wainwright rufus wainwright who did hallelujah a, a re-edition of hallelujah which is also an amazing song put put the lo- loneliest time anxious i'm now fit i'm no thinking on the weekend i want to do a bad thing twice chemical chemical testing me i want to do a bad so nice incredibly honest so nice i might she like she has a pen like she has a pen so it just talking to yourself come on so she came up with the loneliest time and I said hey sister I'm kind of fed by this she went up to me and came up with the loveliest time which is a flip because loneliest time is like you know ominous thinking reflection the loveliest time is like bitch I'm here to world build and tell you a story about love and I think I need you to understand I've re-looked at my most played song for the year it's shadow don't say I didn't warn you. I'm something like a shadow. It takes the guts to know one, but we're so good when we're in motion. I want to tell you something so hard to say. I think you might already know. I think about this almost every day. There's not a place that you don't go. And in no time, I'll be flying to catch you. Right. I don't know. I, I just think that you guys are not investing in my sister. And my sister has something to say. And it, it's just, it bothers me. Like, I never thought that in my later years, out of my teen years, that I would be sitting here going on a rant about why you need to listen to Carly Jepsen, but I'm present and I'm seated. I just think that she tells a story. I, I can actually get emotional about this. I'm not even kidding. She tells a story about something that you bitches like, that we all need to invest in. Any, anything to be with you, anything you want to do, I really want to do with you. I can be friends with your friends, your friends anything to be with you <laughs> i'm laughing because i probably sound like a fucking insane person but i'm just saying like carly ray justin has something to say and i'm all i'm asking is that we listen and that's all i'm asking and i just don't think it's too much to ask and if you need i will make a, you a, a carly i'll make you a carly for so tyler put me on charlie xcx he made me Charlie for Leah. I won't make anybody a Carly for X playlist if you just ask. And I will give you her best stuff. And what I really have to get into is um, dedication. I have to get into dedication. I think that that will actually change my life. Like I, there, There's this one song, He Needs Me, or Everything He Needs. He needs me. 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 I got everything he needs. Listen to that. Like, I'm not kidding. Like, 
it's actually I, I sound like I'm obsessed because I've talked about Carly Rae Jepsen I think almost three episodes in a row but like I'm obsessed I don't else to tell you but I'm obsessed I'm, and I'm gonna stop talking about it but I'm just saying and I think you guys should all start you could start you could start with Kiss I think Kiss probably has some really good songs but what you have to tap into is emotion and you need to listen to the whole album and you like you will feel things I'm not even kidding you will feel things and if you don't feel things I I want to tell you, but I think you should go to dedication. I think you should go to the loneliest time. I think you should go to the loneliest time. And what's so crazy too is like she has discography. Like a lot of you, a lot of the girls are not putting out work. She not only gives you one album, but in quick succession, she gives you a B side, and the B side is a actual full album. Like she's putting out things for the girls to listen to. And I think some people could take a lesson. And all I'm asking is that yeah, you just give my sister a chance. Also, on another note, Troy Campbell's album, and I was not feeling it, Troy Savon. And but things, I loved Bloom. I thought Bloom was so good. But I, I do love Got Me Started. He had some also very Janet, Janet Jackson-esque songs. I just don't know. I think the album has to grow on me. It's not really, I'm not really there yet. I need to get into Kalila's album. Matt Smith is about to be good. And Caroline Polachek's new song is kind of growing on me. Dang. She's such a fucking weird lady. But... I just want to take the time to sit here and give you my thoughts on Doja. But also, I, I'm i just rooting for this white woman. Like, I'm rooting for this white lady, Carly. And I, I need y'all to root for her, too. <sighs> Thank you for the listening. Um, on that, I, how much time did I spend talking about that? I think almost 10 minutes. But it's important to me, like, just listen to No Thinking on the weekend. You're going into the weekend, just No Thinking on the weekend and shadow like come on shadow or after last night after last night things look different in the pale moonlight in the moment i was hypnotized you can go ahead and open your eyes yeah i see you and i think it's gonna change my life not afraid to get close this time you can go ahead and open your eyes come on and i, I obviously no shade we're probably me and her probably sing at the same ability i'm not even gonna hold you like but she sounds really good on the ipod and that sometimes you just have to listen to on the ipod and you don't have to show up in person that's all i'm saying like so yeah like i'm, I'm gonna just say this for the last time just give my sister a chance i i i think she has something to say that the people want to hear and i think we should we should listen to the song that's here in her heart a memory that once had died so long ago okay word um i don't know how i'm gonna because, like, this is such a random segue, so maybe I'll save that for the end. So, uh, I've been seeing the TikTok trend about My Roman Empire. my And I want to talk about My Roman Empire. Like, I'm obsessed. Like, I'm obsessed with urban planning. Like, how people get around. The, the efficiency in which people get around. Like, that shit really interests me. Like, and not even, like, the that they actually build highways to displace people and it's racist and like they do that to move black people out move in the neighborhood and segregate neighborhoods like that is also very interesting but i'm also speaking to on a very like face level like for example it's been raining here and you can just tell that texas is not built for us is not built for inclement weather so like and also you can tell like to most streets except the new highway that they built so that i was driving and a lot of the streets have like divots so water can pool or the roads just do not observe absorb the water so the roads are very slick also it's hot and humid here too so you can have like oil and shit on the road that's a little bit slippery by the way i saw someone hydroplane today in a charger i was like bitch 
stop moving like bitches also don't know how to drive in in rain so i'm like girl you're actually about to cause a fucking accident because you're going a hundred on a rainy slippery road that's also not meant to absorb water crazy but on the new highway it's been raining a lot so you, and i was actually driving because like also when it rains hard here too the, the way that the splatter hits the pavement can like give you a lot of splash on your windshield or like it's just not absorbing i was driving on the new freeway and the roads were absorbing all the water and the way that it was bouncing it wasn't obstructing your view i was like wow this is very interesting how do you go about you know picking the type of road that you're gonna like at, at the very granular level i want to know more about urban planning and i also want to know to be an informed resident so i can wreak havoc and cause chaos at my local city hall because i think they need to hear from the they need like i may not be able to make change on the grand scale but bitch i can make my my neighborhood my city better and a bitch will he'll hear from me i believe in emailing your council person and letting them know what's on your mind because it's literally their fucking job right if we all have a job to do and i have to do my job and you have to do your job and your job is representing me and i will be an informed citizen so maybe that's why i kind of care but also i think it's just very interesting like how do you go about what kind of road you're going to select i also think like to the timing of the lights that, sh that should be pissing me off the timing of the lights and noticing those patterns sometimes i'll be driving around i've noticed that they closed a pothole that's like you know fucked up my car before i'm like well when'd you do this but how did you do this like you know and what was the catalyst like do they have somebody out there surveying to see where there are potholes is there a place you can go report potholes like what's the tea of course i don't think they tell you this because i think they have a lot of bitches who are who want to give their opinion but i i just think it's important so if you have any books like yes the racism part two interesting but if you have actually any real books on like how do you go about you know putting together a city i'm just curious because i think it's very interesting and thinking about all the different needs and all the different areas and also who who's my point of contact who i can go like because i want to have someone come out and time the light by my apartment because the light is timed terribly and it leads to it leads to so much backup in traffic and i think if they just time the light better they could clear some of the flow but i'm not an expert obviously so i want to call them out here to figure that out but i think it's something that's actually very interesting and that is actually my roman empire like i it's all i think about when i drive like literally like i'm just racking my brain trying to figure out stuff but it's just so yeah it's so interesting work okay last well two maybe this can go hand in hand bravo bravo fucking bravo i'm now obsessed with an entirely new show called southern charm and the premise of this show is based in charleston north carolina is it north carolina it's in a carolina sorry not well versed don't care to look it up it's based in charleston i don't know a south a carolina something and it's so interesting it's like a bunch of southern people some are rich some are poor and they come together and they're this friend group but what's so interesting is like it clearly has so many remnants of slavery um like two of the cast members they come like they're descendants of slave owners so interesting but what it really is to me is white on white crime and that's what i love about a good reality show like no shade like i don't like that when they integrate the cast because chances are the some white person is going to do something racist to that person and then it's like fuck now i'm angry and i'm incensed but this is just like white on white crime and it's just so good like i'm literally cracking my like pissing on myself laughing so i'm like girl what the fuck is happening such a good show highly recommend i'm being fed on reality tv i've been doing a atlanta rewatch season six superior reality tv and one thing i've been noticing too with older bravo shows is like i think that um bravo is kind of morphing into the white version of love and hip-hop 
and I need you to walk with me. This is not a fully formed out thought, but it's something I thought about today. When I, I originally started watching Love and Hip Hop, it was just like, clearly it was a burgeoning network, or it was a burgeoning series, and so all the people that they got to do it were clearly very important, and they built fans, like, they built fan bases around those people, but I think you can age out of a reality show, or I think, like, what they say, like, when they, a lot of the producers say, like, your story is just complete, like, your story is done, you've told your story, which is kind of true, once your story is complete, they cycle in new people, but they can, they've built the brand, they've already built the brand after they had their OGs, they've already built the brand, so now they can just take in anybody, it loses its quality, and it loses its ability to storytell, because now people can see that you can get famous off those things, but, like, a lot of the reality shows, including Love and Hip Hop, like, when Stevie, Scrap, Erica, Mama D, like, when all the, Jocelyn, when all those people, uh, Mimi, when all those people were on there, grade eight like I want to go back and rewatch it okay Michelle I also want to go back and watch Love and Hip Hop New York that was also good TV but like when they had their core people even though I think those people are very adjacent to the music industry outside of like Stevie J it was just like yeah they just lost their core people who had a fan base and now they're getting these nobodies who just want to be famous and it's not fun anymore that's for Love and Hip Hop but I also see that happening with Bravo it's now it's like your OGs are gone. Your OGs who actually made the network are gone. And now you've kind of lost that that flair and that authenticity. Like, Nene being gone, to me, that breaks my heart. Because I'm literally watching this season. And I'm, everything she says is actually so fucking funny. Like, and she's so she's so silly. Like, just very un, an unserious lady. Do you want to go to tra- Puerto Rico and drop some beats? She's made everybody universally hate white refrigerators. Like, they do kind of give me the heebie-jeebies. Or maybe are they back in? I don't know. But just someone who was just so essential to pop culture, Atlanta really, like, I think Atlanta is actually, and it, it I hate talking about Bravo with uh, non-people of color because I feel like they don't give it a nuanced take, like, and they're also, they only watch, they only watch the white shows, they don't watch the black shows, when the black shows are actually some of the better shows, but, like, Real House of Atlanta, to me, is the most superior Housewives of Atlanta, hands down and I love New York don't get me wrong but like New York is like white shenanigans very unserious Atlanta was good storytelling the girls came to work to tell a story and the shade is unreal like some of the shit that they're saying like you don't even say that to your worst enemy I don't know but it's entertaining but it's like also like they're not outwardly saying like in New York one of the girls would just call them a slut. They're not even calling you a slut. Like, slut. Like, Phaedra was like, you could have found somebody else and not somebody from Whore Island. So creative. Like, it's a creative way to get to, bitch, I think you're a whore. I think you're a slut. And so, I don't know. I just think it's like, every time I talk to a Bravo about, I, I thought about rebranding into a Bravo, a black Bravo podcast, but, because I think that's, like, as a, as an ex-me in podcasting, that's what I thought was missing from the Bravo, like from the reality TV shows, like black people actually talking about it and having a really nuanced take, or not nuanced, but just like talking about what the black girls are going through. But yeah, it's just annoying because I don't think they can actually like they a don't watch the black shows, which are because which are the the primary shows. Like those are the primary shows that have some of the best to me what goes on Bravo. But I just feel like yeah, we are we're entering to a phase where they're just letting anybody on the show but they also can treat the, the the talent shittier which is why like 
Bethany Frankel is trying to unionize against Bravo, which wrong messenger, but right message. Like I do think that reality um, or unscripted people need a union for how they're treated because they don't get paid. They're making these people millions and they don't get paid well at all um, for like shaping a lot of culture, like reality TV show. Reality TV is a part of a lot of popular culture. So I think it's just very interesting. But Bravo as much as I hate them, they do have some good shows and like some things that just make me crack the fuck up. Like Real Housewives of Salt Lake City, that is like they had one dinner scene that just took me the fuck out. I was like, this is actually so insane. Um, and it is actually really about the dynamics of what it's like to be in a friend group because I think I think the black shows display some type level of community more than the white shows because the white shows is just like it's actually just white on white crime. I'm like, girls, y'all really don't like each other. You're, which we've talked about, but like, you're just in proximity and that's why it's funny because I know you don't like each other, but like, I'm going to be entertained watching you not like each other. So it, it's just great. So we have Salt Lake City, Potomac is coming, Married to Medicine is coming back and Married to Medicine is actually, I totally forgot it. It's not in the Housewives, but it's actually one of Bravo's best shows. Married to Medicine is so good. And it's actually a sisterhood. Uh, so good I actually own the season so if anyone wants to see it let me know but like an amazing show so I just yeah I I I wish I could get more black people or people of color I'm about to get into family karma too and maybe Shaws of Sunset but I wish I could have more like people of color actually dissecting Bravo shows because they're it's entertaining it is a little bit draining but it's also like something to take my mind off of a little mind numbing work okay my last topic this is like a personal update like so not related to anything I'm talking about today but so lately and and part of it maybe I can tie this to my name change I feel like as I'm heading into 25 I just have to man up about certain things like I just have to get my shit together and just be assertive about my boundaries and so I think it's been a year and a half like since I've actually talked to my mom um but I think I was just dodging and ducking because I'm like, what am I afraid? Like, I, I was afraid of something, I guess. Like, I think voicing my feelings and for the first time just being like, you don't get to treat me like that and I'm going to tell you about it. So I finally just decided to woman up, man up, and send my mom an email and was just like, and I was actually kind of nice in the email because I went to what the chop is saying in terms of like rehashing the past. But one thing I can't do is I can't rehash the past. It's already happened. All I can say is I don't like, you know, the catalyst for me not talking to her and going no contact I just don't like this situation how this was handled so I I had said to her I was like hey like because she used to be emails and I wouldn't respond and also she cut my phone off so she couldn't text me but like I was just like hey I've really been able to talk to you because I'm just trying to you know work up the courage and I work up courage to figure out how I want to say what I want to say because I think when I originally went to write the email I want to just write this whole diatribe you did x y and z but like honestly that doesn't really matter um but I sent her an email. I was just like, hey, I was just I haven't responded because I, I need to figure out what I wanted to say. And I said to me, it was just very crazy. Like because my mom came to visit me in Austin randomly, like popped up on me to see me. But when she came, like we didn't talk about anything that was like actually the issue. And I was just like, you never when you came, like we obviously didn't resolve what we need to resolve. Like to me, like you asked me to break the law, sister. That was like, I can't we can't like if we can't agree that that was fucked up, then girl, what are we doing? Because that to me crosses the line. And I said that and I said, um, you know, like it just feels like and I acknowledge like I think, too, it's like through this experience, I'm tr- I, I'm trying I I 
try to have so much empathy for my mom and be and try to balance that with the like still my feelings and I have a lot of empathy like I know she's going through a tough time but like you're a, a mother at the end of the day and I need you to be my mother and I think that's what it is like she she hasn't been a mother like the mother that I need her to be and so yeah I just said like hey it feels like I have to put your feelings first and that like when I try to communicate to you how I feel I feel like you ice me out like I've tried to have these conversations with you and nothing's come of it and I just like I can't continue to put your feelings first and walk around and tiptoe around your feelings at a detriment to myself I won't do that like I refuse to do that anymore because I, I think like in this year and a half what I really need to do is put my feelings first and it feels so good to put my feelings first and also like I'm stepping into my I don't really feel guilty bad like obviously if I fuck up I fuck up but like I don't really feel guilty about making decision that I want to make regardless of what the outcome is for somebody else because it's my life and I have to look back at my life and say that I was happy with how I lived it what did Beyonce say I was here I lived I laughed I loved I was here like I, but I had to be happy about how I was here right and so it feels like because I was just crying to my friend about it the other day like it's so, there are some days where it's just very sad for me like what woulda coulda shoulda like I wish that I had this you know and I think it, it's more triggering around when I have to do something by myself that I feel like my parents should help me with. I get kind of annoyed and I'm like, I get kind of sad. And that's what sh- it that's what triggers me. Or when I feel like I have to depend on my parents, that triggers me because sometimes I feel like they're not dependable. So when moments like that arise, it stresses me out and it triggers me. But then other moments, it's just like, it, you know, the past is the past. And what my past therapist said was like, you know, some days your pain button is bigger than other days which I think she's so right though like some days my pain button is huge and some days it's small like the balls like it's a pain button and the ball that bounces around the ball so big it hits the pain button but other days the ball is small and it doesn't hit the pain button and it's just like I guess trying to cope or not cope but find a way to work through when my pain button or my the pain ball is so big it hits the button and uh, I'm working through it like but I, what I was going to say is that it feels really good to do this as I'm hitting my quarter century. I hope I don't hit a quarter century crisis, uh, but anything is possible. Um, but as I'm hitting my quarter century, as I'm hitting my quarter century crisis, and I'm hitting my quarter century, it feels good to do this at 25 because like I see my mom and she has issues with her parents and she's never, re- like, I don't think she's ever stood up to them and said, hey, X, Y, Z girl, and I won't fuck with you because of this. And I think I see, I see it something that she's had to battle with like into her forties, and I'm like I just don't know if I can do that. Like I I have to yeah. Like it's nice to be able to do this at 25 and like figure out what my my boundaries are right now and figure out like what I want to how I want to be treated, and to be able to voice my feelings in a way that like feels good to me and that feels I don't know very empowering. And it makes me, like, even when I do get sad some days, I'm like, well, you know, you're going to figure it out. This is temporary. So, like, my my thought pattern is kind of changing, which is also very exciting to how I deal with this. You know what I actually do feel like? It feels like my brain is kind of getting fully formed. Because, you know, like, they say that, like, at 20, your, your prefrontal cortex, whatever, is not really fully formed. It feels like it's fully forming. And that's exciting. Like, I know there's hell to come. Like, obviously, I know the rest of my 20s are going to f- probably fucking suck. But, like, it does feel good to have, like, my, my brain feels like it's fully formed. I'm starting to, like, figure out my work stuff. I'm starting to get my my life together. I'm starting to be a little bit more serious. And that feels good. 
yeah, life, life is good. I can't complain. And as soon as I say that, probably something's going to burn. But like, no complaints so far. 25 is actually two weeks away. I'm Ishitata. And that's exciting in Italian for bitches who don't know. Um, but anyways, I think I had a lot to say, but nothing at all. Pretty much. Welcome to the new podcast. Somebody has to say it because somebody does. And I, I may not be that somebody, but somebody has to, like, in general. So thank you so much for listening, and I'll see you in the next episode.